Hey, uh, welcome to the Bald Move TV podcast, the officially unofficial podcast for all of television. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's 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 all of television is is a de- decreasing radius this last few weeks. We're down <laughs> to just Fargo and uh, Better Call Saul squaring off for who won the week. Uh, both finale episodes, they're on a they're on a firm even footing. Better Call Saul, the Lantern episode, uh, which left a warm glow in my heart. And uh, Fargo, uh, episode 310, uh, Someone to Love, uh-huh. which seems like most of the community hated, except for yeah. me, because I liked it a lot. Yeah, I liked it, too. Um, Both, I would say, imperfect finales, maybe? Definitely, yeah. Uh, like, I had a big problem with the nacho scene uh, from the, the Better Call Saul episode. Did you really? Yeah, the whole setup for that was just piss Oh, right, right. Okay. Terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, gotcha. But... It blew me away in other regards, and I think the same is true of Fargo. You know, there were some really excellent moments, and there's some eh, stuff that just doesn't quite connect. All right, so let's take it. Let's say who won the week, and then let's talk about who won the season. And, oh and, boy! And let's 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 take the leftovers off the board because we are fucking. Yeah, in the yeah. Tank I mean, they that. they they win for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you know, lots of reasons for that. I'm not going to belabor them. I've talked about it enough. No. Um, let's talk about the episodes. Who won the week for you? God. It's pretty tough this week, but I think just by the nature of it being what it was, which is a more entertaining show, to me personally, I think Better Call Saul wins it. Okay. Because I, I was I was completely blown away by the, the final act, or the, the final, I don't mean the final act, like structurally, I mean the final event, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I, okay, I think... And so, it, much of, so much of what led up to it as well. Yeah was just really expertly filmed and also heartbreaking. Well, you know, it's it's funny because I felt like that Fargo and Better Call Saul were on a very similar trajectory the whole season where I felt like both were kind of meandering and wasn't sure where they were going, and then mm-hmm. they got better, and then the last three or four episodes in particularly were excellent across the board for both of them. And I want to say, like, I th- I think I see where you're going with the final event and the emotions that involved in that and just the kind of, like, the jaw-dropping nature. But I think, for me, the intellectual and imagination that was the, the engagement that I got from the last episode of Fargo wins the day for me. Well, okay. I, I just so I I was going to say so fucking that. impressive and... and, and uh, high concept and it pulled it off to a, a shocking degree for me that I, I I just really liked it and I and it was um I don't know, maybe I am a contrarian, but uh I I, I this is my favorite huh. Fargo uh season and it's my favorite Fargo episode of well not my favorite, but it's it's probably my favorite Fargo finale episode for sure. Hmm. So I gotta okay. give it whereas I think that this was not my favorite Better Call Saul season and certainly not the best finale of Better Call Saul, which yeah. is weird because, yeah, it, that's just weird. I, I'm i I'm so shocked at how ultimately, I think, forgettable that I think this final season is going to be on the Better Call Saul side. It's possible. Um, yeah, I was going to save, you know, the, the intellectual uh, – thing that Fargo is trying to do for the the argument about the season because I think that applies to the season whereas the finale itself I'm trying to judge more on like entertainment value style um 
that kind of stuff you mm-hmm. know the the more microscope microscopic look at it it's hard because it's it's as i was saying it it's very hard to separate those because for, for sure, example yeah. one of the big problems i have with the better call saw finale is that it was a just complete flip for of 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 uh jimmy's development i think where you know they had put him in a hmm. position where he was okay. really in a in a bad way and then uh you know the the, the act i'm trying to try, should i avoid spoilers i can't, i don't know how we can all right you know? <laughs> here from here on out we're going to hardcore spoil both of these shows because yeah. we have to compare and contrast all right so if, if you're still listening switch it off switch it off get out of here <laughs> um chuck burning himself would have been like the last leg that kicks out from underneath Jimmy's development as mm-hmm. a human being to have him just plummet into the moral, you know, swamp that is Saul Goodman. Yeah. And having him do this, maybe it's not a complete, but a pretty convincing face turn at the end of the season again. Mm-hmm. Now, normally, like, like I feel in the end of season one, they had him turning to Saul, and then they completely retconned it in the first episode of season two. And in the season, or in, in the end of season two, I felt like they set him up to have a kind of like a, you know, a morally ambiguous downfall, and they walked that back this season, and then they didn't even wait till next season to walk it back. I don't like that. And I... Mm-hmm. It's something I was, I was watching a lot of interviews with uh, Peter Gould and with Melissa. Is it who's the the Jennifer um, Hutchinson? Hutchinson is that her or is that the girl that does the the voice on The Walking Dead? That's Melissa Hutchinson. That's Melissa. Yeah. Anyway, um, they're talking about and some of the interviews asked them like, "Do you feel like you're too attached to Jimmy?" And none of them said no. And I'm starting to feel like that's becoming <laughs> uh, a problem with the show that they are so in love with Jimmy that they. They they just don't want to completely put him in the saw land because they they know that once they I think they know deep down once they do that the show is over if they yeah, want yeah. to flash forward to the Gene uh, era of the show to kind of resolve that which I hope they do but there there is they, they, that's definitely the turn where the show has got a, a, a an end date and I don't yep. think they're ready for it yet yeah and I think it's a damn shame because it's it's. The attachment to characters driving the show instead of the logical needs for what needs to happen and narrative, and I, I know yeah. I, I, I'm not. And you never it. felt like that in Breaking Bad, right? No, that was no, no. Kind of the opposite of what was happening. Yeah, I never felt like Breaking Bad treadmilled anything with Walter's development. Yeah, um, I mean, I could be surprised that, like, like you know, when we got to the end of season four, I think you and I both agreed that if this was the finale of the show, it would be pretty fucking awesome. Uh huh. But there was still more story to tell, and it didn't felt padded out. Where Better Call Saul, I feel like, already has a half season of fat on its bones that doesn't need to be there. Yeah. Uh, maybe maybe if I'm being honest and going to some of the early season two show, or season one episodes, maybe like a three quarters of a season. All right. All right. Yeah, and I think I agree with you on like which one won the season. I think Fargo is doing... More interesting things that don't quite engage with me on on the level that they engage with some other people, but they are more interesting. You know, I mean, Better Call Saul is essentially just telling another tale that is, in my opinion, more engaging and fun than the tale that Fargo is telling. But Fargo's doing things that fiction doesn't often do, mm. or, or at least televised fiction doesn't yeah. often do. Um, and I, I think it's certainly more important. Right. Um. Then, then a better call, Saul. But 
ultimately not as enjoyable for me. Uh, but but I think it wins on that merit. Fargo does. They're very similar shows, and they both are like the place they're in as as much as a character as anything on the show. Like that's true. You know the bleak midwestern winter landscape um and 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 the culture of the people are as big a facet of of fargo as albuquerque and the desert vistas and and all that is to better call saul and breaking bad uh they both have just impressive visuals like people that like really know how to compose a shot really can come with unconventional takes like i really thought it was interesting how uh, in the finale of Fargo, they at, at the roadside, uh, the, the the end of Nikki, how they pan from the 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 police officer and kind of do this this long swooping shot that goes over the tarmac and then or the 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 highway and then then orients itself to be facing the the to face Nikki at the other end of that shootout. Some stuff that that you just don't see in any other television shows outside of like really ambitious stuff that HBO does, um, and they they feel like they're both advancing that particular art. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, at the end of the day, I felt like this season of Fargo's plot was more interesting than the uh, than the the the, the 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 what was going on on Better Call Saul, and also Better Call Saul needs a compelling villain. Chuck is good, yeah, but he's not an existential threat. And mm-hmm. uh, honestly, the Salamanca organization has just been—they're uh, just been clowns this whole season. Yeah, like no fucking way do I ever think that Gus would 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 uh, have a problem out fighting this outfit. It seemed mm-hmm. like early in the season, it was just a matter of fact, like, oh, this is just, this, this, there's just no way, there's no drama. It's just waiting to see what was the, the thing that we thought was going to happen was going to happen. Yeah. And I feel like that ultimately is a, is a weakness. Mm-hmm. That shocks me because I was really, <laughs> I, I would, if you, if you caught me at the beginning of the season, I would have said, oh, well, you know, I, I think in my heart of hearts, leftovers probably going to thrash everything. And then better call Saul is going to be pretty awesome. We're going to have a definitive turn to to the dark side of Saul and Fargo is going to be just aimless and I'm not going to like it. And there's going to be another fucking UFO fish, NATO (laughs) supernatural thing. And I'm going to hate it. None of the, both of those final predictions were really wrong for me. See, I do think Fargo was pretty aimless uh, as well, but I think they both suffered from that a little bit. Um, So, but yeah, I I think they cancel each other out in that regard. There's a lot of early Fargo that I don't like this season. I mean, I uh, so I'll even say that I barely tolerated. (laughs) So so I think I think I was right there with you till the L.A. episode, and I Uh still even to last episode, the 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 penultimate episode, I was saying. I can't imagine they will come up with something that will tie that L.A. episode in to where it seems like it's really worth it. Now, it's so weird because I what I feel like. Last season in Fargo, season two, that the critical and uh, audience opinion was aligned. That the critics just thought it was amazing and everyone who watched it thought it was amazing. Um, this season, I feel like that they're still like the critics are totally on board with what's going on. They love the L.A. episode mm-hmm. uh, and they love the finale. But a lot of the fan base is kind of in an uproar about getting jerked around. So, like, I sympathize with that. But. To be honest, the, the the most amazing thing about the Fargo finale is I felt like it did, in retrospect, make the L.A. episode worth it. Now, could they have done that another way? Could they establish the Wandering Jew character? Could they have gotten this, you know, useless machine concept, the whole Schroeder, you know, the quantum mechanics of the glorious existence in another mm-hmm. way that going to L.A.? 
Maybe, but I don't know that it would have been as, an, as, as interesting. Well, that's the thing. I, a lot of the times in retrospect is completely useless for me because I didn't enjoy it at the moment. And if I enjoy it in retrospect, well, I've still wasted that hour, essentially, because hmm. um, I'm never going to go back and watch it again. Hmm. If I don't intend to go back and watch it again, then the in retrospect sort of you know, making up for it kind of sucks to me. What's the difference between Fargo and Mad Men? Because, like, a lot of the most seasons of Mad Men are these really slow burns setting things up that don't even have that big of a payoff. It's more of an emotional character payoff at the yeah. end. Do you just think that the average episode of Mad Men is more enjoyable? And in what way? Um, I think the acting is better. I huh. think the the view on it is more intimate and interesting. It's more of a character study than these are. Um Th- those are the reasons it hooks me. Now, I would say Mad Men is not one of my favorite shows either. Mad really? Men was a good show, but it doesn't strike a chord necessarily with me as much. Um, but it was an excellent, like, excellently made show. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it has, you know, it has a more intimate look, I think, is is what hooks me on that. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess that's maybe a difference between me and you on Fargo because I, I thought... I thought this season has the best, I mean, and that's saying a lot because the Fargo cast have been excellent across the board, but this season had the best cast doing their best work. And even when I was like, okay, I don't know what the fuck is going on. I thought it was always visually interesting to look at and, and intellectually stimulating, which I find equals entertainment for me. Like Mm -hmm. I don't mind if someone hands me like a fucking tool or uh, a, 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 a part, to a car that I don't understand where it fits on. If it, like by the end of the season, I'm like, ah, this bolts on here. Now look at this machine work. Like, mm-hmm. I, I guess I do feel retrospective pleasure when I see something that's like such a weird puzzle piece and it snaps into place. I'm like, aha. But yeah. then again, I'm more engaged throughout the entire process than you are. sounds like. Yeah. Um, and I just, I don't know. Like uh, the other things, like uh, there's even little things. If I go down to like this season, of Fargo is more Christmassy than any others before. Uh, I really enjoyed that aspect of it. Um, mm-hmm. I thought that the supernatural element was more, uh, I, I guess, less cute and more tied to the plot. Yeah, totally. And actually like impacted things going forward. It wasn't just like, what a random fucking coincidence. Oh, that was a real curveball to throw everybody. Yeah. It was like, no, this is part of the plot, and, and, and it, it's going gonna, it's gonna to work out going forward. Um, and that's all I have ever wanted from the fish natos of the world and from the like, like for it to be something more than like, whoa, these fuckers won't see this coming. Right. Because uh, that's like non sequiturs. No one can see them coming because they're very fucking nature. That doesn't mean they're brilliant. Yeah, I, th- I think the success of this season is that Holly, in my mind, has become a little more substance over style. Mm. Um, you know, this season had something to say, um, something interesting to say, as opposed to just being a Cohen tribute with with like quirky style thrown like yeah. quirkier noah holly style thrown in right and i also got to say that that's the other thing that really has in- increased my enjoyment is getting the whole cohen library under because i feel like that mm-hmm. you probably just like me haven't seen some of their weirder shit yeah um or the, some of their more tonally ambiguous or like uh I'm, I'm trying to think of the right the right way to describe some of their more flights of fancy kind of things and I still don't. That's not my favorite Cohen, uh-huh. but I can't blame. I know I, I can't blame Noah Hawley for painting with that palette, right? right. You know, because there's yeah. a lot of people that do love Burn After Reading and and some of these other weirder, more unsatisfying, conventionally things that are not crowd pleasing yeah. things like 
the Big Lebowski. Um, and it's not my, it's not my fault. It's, it's not Noah Hawley's fault that he's putting those pieces together, and I just don't like it. Yeah. So like I, even though I I continue not to like those as much, I at least respect the process of him putting together and and that that's whereas before I was just completely ignorant like what the fuck what the this doesn't feel like Fargo yeah uh, I, I guess those those other seasons like I said you know they they do paint with that that Cohen brush so heavily um, it seems like that's what they're relying on to make a, a show that people are going to enjoy yeah. whereas I thought this had a little more to say mm-hmm. um, a little more not not even necessarily to say but uh left you with a question at the end yeah. you know they it was never about like oh what 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 do i do going forward in mm-hmm. seasons one and two right yeah it was all just oh well this is a crazy thing that happened and yeah. uh that's that yeah season three kind of leaves you somewhere with a question in your own mind and yeah. i think you know the the intellectually stimulated part of me uh when i watch tv enjoys that and to to put a final point, I also can't deny that intellectually I enjoyed the synchronicity that I continue to see between Fargo and The Leftovers. And uh-huh. it it does please me that both of these Carrie Coon vehicles at the very end ask you whether you believe that character's version of what's happening or not. Uh-huh. And whether you don't like it, like it, you think it's pessimistic, optimistic, or you think it's fatalistic or aspirational – all hinges on your own interpretation of this story mm-hmm. and that that is so fucking that's like the platypus evolving to me like <laughs> like this like two different creative works completely like one's filming in fucking australia and the other is filming in fucking the frozen tundra of the the northern midwest and they both hit on that exact same point at this exact same moment in time uh-huh. that's that is i think that's super cool and it's rare that like w- watching this breadth of television allows me to enjoy that because you know if I if I hadn't if I hadn't been podcasting for Bald Move, I think I would have gotten into the leftovers. Yeah, uh, and I probably uh, maybe I maybe I didn't watch Fargo after season two, and if I did, I certainly would have watched it at the same fucking time. Yeah, and I would have completely missed that weird trajectory. So you know, I feel I feel fortunate that I was able to to participate in that and uh, appreciate it. Okay, uh, I think. That's it. I don't. I mean, I, obviously, Bald Move TV is going to continue to truck on. Uh, Cecily and I are going to be come back next week to discuss the finale of American Gods, uh, and also our thoughts of House of Cards because we got the whole season under our belt. Um, I think we'll probably do a Silicon Valley wrap up. Yeah, uh, one more episode in that. Yeah, I think so. Okay, or, I'm caught up. Okay, are you? Yeah, because I I wasn't sure. Is there another? Is it? Let me check. Because I thought maybe the finale was this weekend. I think it is. Well, last weekend. Last weekend. Silicon Valley. You might be right. Season four. No server error. June twenty fifth. So okay. that'll be Sunday. We're also going to be doing a Silicon Valley wrap up. I think yep. we got one more episode of that. I'm caught up now, so. I'll watch that Sunday, and we'll get to that probably Friday. Yeah. And then also, I think there's going to be um, – I got to find out a time, but uh, Jason Sh- uh, Shankel from the Nattercast is going to be joining me for okay. either a part of that podcast or a separate bonus one where we're going to talk about how much we fucking hate Richard. <laughs> hey, can I join in? Yeah, if <laughs> you want. holy shit. If you want. He's like uh, – and, and I, I like Jason's take. He's got this take of like not only – 
is he kind of become the villain of the show, but maybe Mike Judge has always kind of seen that turn coming. Mm, could be. Uh, oh, another thing I'd be, did you, you, you happen to watch T.J. Miller's uh, HBO comedy special? I haven't yet, no. That's in, it was interesting. <laughs> okay. A lot more prop comedy than I was expecting. Yeah. yeah, it looked like it based on the previews. A lot of water comedy. A lot, a lot of like... like Prop it, water. It, 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 are we sure he's not some kind of government experiment to fuse <laughs> Gallagher... With carrot top, uh-huh. like because because I kind of see it I with fifty see cent. It. Who's the who's the vitamin water guys? Fifty cent. <laughs> yeah, TJ yeah. Miller's gonna have his own line of bottled water. I guarantee it. Yeah, he he's very wet. The entire <laughs> he's very performance. Wet. The, yeah, the entire, the, the, the entire performance. But uh, yeah, and and throughout, you know, if we might have uh, some like I I, I don't want to say the bald move TV is like the B roll of bald move television watching. It's I guess it's the stuff that. Does we we can't fit into full coverage because who has the time to do all that? There's too much great television. Yeah, but there's a lot of stuff coming down the pike that me and Cecily are interested in, and I'm gonna also try to get in other perspectives and voices. Uh, but yeah, I think uh, you will always have a bald move TV every week going forward, and unless there isn't, <laughs> so then... that's a promise I can almost virtually probably guarantee. Uh, again, continue to send in feedback TV at baldmove.com if you'd like to get a take in any of the shows that we're watching. Uh, We'll see you next week.